Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week, we're not talking about any particular episode. Yeah, this is going to be our uh, season three recap. Season uh, three recap. <laughs> we're uh, back to doing these again. No video episode this time. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, we remembered how pretty we looked in the last one and went, yeah, that was a lot of editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that took a lot of work. I used one of my three wishes from the genie. Matthew, you didn't do any of the work. I edited the video episode. I had to wish on the genie. No. I was saving that. For what? I don't know. Sweeps week? So anyways, (laughs) we are here to recap season three of Will and Grace. Yeah. um, So the idea of this episode is that we're going to talk a little bit about uh, stuff that didn't make it into any other episodes. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about our plans for the revival, which we've mentioned a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then anything else that pops into our pretty little heads? Yeah, we're just going to pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Yeah, yeah. You're so embarrassing. Yeah, that's what I am. I am, I'm sorry, I was genuinely just having a text conversation about chickens, so <laughs> this is about where my brain is at. Don't you wish you were part of our friendship lives? Don't you wish that you were talking to me about chickens? <laughs> So I think the most important thing that we have to talk about this week, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, the reason we're having this season three recap episode... It's like 90% of the reason. It's at least 90%. Is the horrible, horrible season three opening sequence. Yeah, I'm going to have to see if I can like rip it from YouTube just to insert the awful audio in like right here. Oh my god, it is so bad. And I, I have since cheated and looked ahead to see what other title sequences for Will and Grace are. Because I couldn't bear the idea of this being Will and Grace title sequence. But like, it's the music is playing and the title cards go across. And then everyone's just like standing there like and in like a row. like A wind machine. Out. Yeah, like, just, just a full wind machine. Except I think the wind machine is only on some of them. Yeah, I think it's only really moving Deborah Messing's hair. I think it's also moving Jack's hair. Might be moving Jack's Not hair. Not sure for... I don't want to watch it. Like, we finished it's season bad. three. It's bad. We're done. We don't want to watch it ever again. I literally never want to see it again. Oh my god. But it's also got this really weirdly edited version of the intro music where yeah. it just like... It just cuts like it's like... It sounds like someone listened to the first season of our show and went, man, that audacity editing was terrible. What if we made it worse? Yeah, I was going to say, it made me feel really good about the editing we've done for clips of the show. <laughs> but it's like... Oh my god, it's fucking terrible. And then there's a wind tunnel. Yeah, it's bowling for some of them. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm so embarrassed for all four actors who have to stand there and just like preen, like, yes, it, like, we are on a famous sitcom. This is the cost of entry now. To me, it like reminded me of those old promos of Charm where they were all wearing like their midriff bearing shirts uh-huh. being like, yes, we're sexy witches. Only it was Will and Grace and they aren't sexy witches. So that was weird. They're like not at least witches. with sexy witches, you could attribute that to being like somehow supernatural. Like yeah. there isn't enough magical realism in Will and Grace to justify the wind machine. Like it looks like a parody of itself. Like not even like. It's been, you know... One week since you looked at me. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, like, 15 years since this episode aired, and, like, now it's old and dated. Like, no, like, 
thinking about it, like, there's no way that was, like, the trend, right? Well, no, I just mean, like, they didn't do that on, I mean, like, I, I hate to base everything off of Friends, but, like, they didn't do that shit on Friends. Right. They didn't do that shit on Frasier. Like, they didn't do that shit on any other sitcom that I can think of, and so I don't know why they were doing it on this one. I also, I'm a real sucker, as you can see from our own logo, which is just the simple original Will and Grace logo. Yeah. I'm a real sucker for their cute, simple logo. Yeah. And I get you want to put the main characters into it, but I mean, like, at this point, you should know what the show is and who the characters are, you know? Right, yeah. It's just, it's odd. And it it was just like an odd choice for us to have to see every fucking week. So now, what's probably going to happen, of course, is that the Revival's probably going to have a title sequence that is like literally that title sequence. And we're just going to have But they'll to, be older now. You're just going to hate it every week. I'll stop watching the show. I might too. I mean, I won't stop watching the show, but I'll stop watching like the very beginning of the show. Yeah, I'll walk out of the room during the yeah. title sequence. Let's Do you want to segue into talking about other stuff? Sure, let's, let's segue. Okay. Let's get on our segue and segue <laughs> right out. Not a good segue. <laughs> if I just say the word segue a lot, is that a good segue? No. <laughs> let's, um, but let's talk about the season as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I thought this episode, this season, we talked about this a little bit last week, didn't have a super strong through line, but mm-hmm. also had, like, some things that carried through from week to week. Yeah, it, like... Again, it is an episodic sitcom, so I guess we're not really looking too much for, like, thematic consistency, Mm -hmm. but it seems like at least of the three seasons we've seen so far, this one maybe had, like, the least amount of through line, Mm -hmm. but also had, like, some of the best and worst episodes we've seen. Right. I feel like they were going for smaller story arcs, because in this particular season, we have, like, the very beginning story arc, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like the fallout of Will going to the Virgin Islands or wherever, and, like... Grace is dating Ben, and, like, all of those plots resolve, and then we start fresh again with some really strong middle plots. Right. Um, including the plot with Matthew. Mm-hmm. And, or and Matt. I don't remember even which one it was. I think, I think was he Matt. was both. He was both sometimes. He was... Sometimes he was the Matt, sometimes I was the Matthew, you know. Sometimes you're both the Matthew, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then in the latter half of the season, we kind of have, uh, or latter half, like latter third, there's like another new set of plot lines that develop. Right, yeah. Which so, Will isn't really a part of, objectively. Yeah, Will, well, Will I, is kind of aimless in the last third of the season. I guess it turns out he's not not connected to the plot. I just didn't think going on a scuba trip was Will's plot line. Yeah, that was kind of, that was a choice. Yeah. But I, I feel like in season one and season two, we at least had like half season-long story arcs. Yeah. Not that you would call them that in this show. Like, it's it's not nearly as uh, cut out as that, I guess. Right, like, this isn't This Is Us. But it's just sort mm-hmm. of, like, the idea that, like, in the, la- the first two seasons, we saw some, like, follow-through on certain plot lines. Like, beats that we would come back to a few right. times. And, like, there were definitely some of those in this season. It just kind of felt like more of the stories were focused on, like, one or two episode long arcs. Right. Which is... It's its own thing. I mean, there were some great episodes in there. I just, from my perspective, it kind of felt like that almost shortchanged the show because you'd have, like, for example, the Will and Matthew plotline. Right. You'd have, you had two really good episodes, two or three really good episodes with this one character, but then you have to resolve this plotline, so then you have one really bad episode. There was this one really weird thing I noticed in this season particularly, where they would have, like, one or two episodes about a specific plot. Mm-hmm. Then they'd have like a completely unrelated episode, but then they'd yes. revisit the plot. And I don't know if that was the truth when it was current, like airing, because we have to go off of what we have on the DVD. I think it's probably a little bit of like moving the episodes around of, out of production order to right. totally stretch a plot out, which yeah. I never really love. But. but yeah, so like we would see things like we'd have two episodes with Matthew, then he'd go away for an episode and then come back and be an asshole. Yes. Or like... Well, um, and that was the thing, is it always was when they came back, there was just an abrupt heel turn. 
Right, like, yeah. Ben just said was the same way, like, mm-hmm. way, way earlier back right, in the we season. we saw him in a couple of episodes at the beginning, then we got, like, a little break from him, and then Grace was like, I have to break up with him. Right. And it's, it's just, I get it, but from a narrative consistency standpoint, it made it hard to care about any of the characters mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely interesting. Yeah, and then this, this season also had quite a few two-parters, mm-hmm. and I feel like some of them really worked as two-part episodes, and some of them did not. That's a really good point. This is probably, this is the first season where we've had more than one two-part episode, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, speaking to the show's growing popularity. Yeah. Um, and I think the one with their backstory is fantastic. Yes. Like, like, clearly a classic. Yeah, like, that was probably my favorite, it's probably my favorite overall episode of Bill and mm-hmm. Grace, like, that we've seen so far, but I almost want to say, like, in the aggregate as well. Like, it's just a really solid episode, and I really enjoy it's that It's like a little mini-movie. Yeah, it's kind of like a little mini Will and Grace movie, mm-hmm. and I love it, and it's, like, an ultimate, like, comfort watch. Right. But... Then we also have the two parters with like Will's dad being a character again, and yeah, we're like, oh, the cheating episode was right. just. I feel like my, my memory of that episode is that like I didn't really want it to be two parts, but I also didn't really want it to be just one part because I thought it was already like so lightly touched on that I thought mm-hmm. like this needs two episodes to really make its point, but also like it doesn't need two episodes with right. what we've got here. It actually probably needed like zero episodes. Right. Frankly. Or it needs to be a longer storyline. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, just the way that we have it as written, like, I just didn't enjoy that one. And then we also have the season finale as a two-parter, which, yep. like, in some ways, again, makes sense. In other ways, could have maybe I, been condensed. I was just saying, I think that the season finale, if it wasn't the season finale, could have been two episodes. Yeah. And maybe it would have been a little nicer as two episodes, because then you have... I think that's the, the symptom of TV shows from this time period, but Will and Grace especially, is that, like... Instead of, because you can't trust that a viewer is going to see every episode, you end up doing these two-part episodes where you condense, like, what would be two episodes into one plot line because you have to make sure that the audience views it. Right, and then you also, like, can guarantee in syndication that you will watch probably one after another. Right, exactly. That that one especially, I think the Cheaters episode slightly less, and I think the... Well, I the th- flashback episode, I can't even imagine splitting. No, I think the Cheaters episode for syndication is actually reduced it's down. Cut, yeah. To one episode. But the... Which is fine. The finale especially was like, it's a two-part episode in a very real sense. Like, it's one part where we resolve some Nathan stuff, and then a totally different part where we wrap up the season. Right, yeah. I don't know. There was definitely a lot of really interesting stuff going on, like, on a technical level. Like, with the organization of the show mm-hmm. this season, like, with the way that the plots were distributed and the way the episodes were distributed, that was different. And, mm-hmm. like, sometimes really worked. Mm-hmm. And sometimes really did not work. Yeah. One structural thing I think this particular season did is it really made Karen more of a supporting character again. Yeah. Um, for with, with good and bad results. I actually didn't really mind it. I love Karen, but I think, um, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, like especially watching this season as the revival was coming up, like you mm-hmm. really get the strong sense that Karen has to sometimes be very different from the other three. Right, yeah. And I think that it kind of, it made sense from a structural standpoint that she would kind of take the back seat and just be a supporting character mm-hmm. in, like, both plots of the episode versus being, like, having her own plot. Right. We see a lot more of that, where Karen is, like, on the A plot and on the B plot and is, like, gluing them together. Right, yeah. Like, even in the Cheaters episode, like, she's a little bit involved in the mm-hmm. A plot because she's talking to Grace about this whole thing with Will's dad cheating. But then she is the B-plot because the B-plot springboards from that. Right. Or the episode where um, Will and Grace find out about each other's embarrassing boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Karen is the impetus for that, but Mm -hmm. isn't objectively in either of those plot lines. Right. Or even in the flashback episode when we have Mm -hmm. all those beautiful 
disconnected Karen scenes because she just yes. wasn't involved. Yes. And like it still worked really well. It was super funny. They made good use of Karen for what mm-hmm. they could make use of her. But like considering that she's literally not in the story right. in that episode, I think it's kind of emblematic of this season. It's like there are just some plot lines where Karen is just straight up not involved in the story and she's just there to cheerlead and make jokes mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sometimes, I'm not saying that's like the best use of Megan Mullally as an actress, but mm-hmm. I think that sometimes Karen is a difficult character to place, and I would rather they have her have a couple of zingers get in than like completely like not use her. Right. I always, I appreciated Karen's zinger more than anyone else's zinger. Because like Will and Grace kind of have to do the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Jack even like has to kind of do a back and forth with Will or a back and forth with Grace. Right. But Karen will just have a solo zinger and then yeah. she'll just like nope right out of the episode. Right. Yeah. I did think if there was one really strong through line this season, it was at least sometimes the characters seem to be making better, at least romantic life choices. Yeah, they are kind of like attempting to grow up this mm-hmm. season. That's exactly how I would phrase it. Which is sort of like a mixed bag, but... Like, like the, the two major... Well, there's three. There's Nathan, but I mean... We'll, we'll come back to that, I guess, as we go through. Um, but, like, the other two major romantic plot lines we have are Grace and Ben, mm-hmm. and we have Will and Matthew. Yeah. And in both of those plot lines, we see these characters forced to say, I don't want to be in a relationship, just be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Both of them kind of go back and forth on that a little bit during the episode in particular. Um, in Grace's, I think Grace comes out the worst because Ben then ends up breaking up with her, as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Will's, at least, like, he does kind of get a great kiss-off line with Matthew, or, you know, not, right, not a kiss-off yeah. line, but he just, like, he gets the, you know, you'll regret this, et cetera, et cetera. Right, yeah. And I, I kind of expect something similar with Nathan, at least mm-hmm. I, I hope so, for season four. Right, and I think that the show itself seems to think this is Grace making a more grown-up decision, mm-hmm. because the show seems to subscribe to the very heteronormative idea that, like, eventually Will and Grace have to, like, drift apart for them to be happy, fulfilled humans. Uh-huh. I disagree. Right. But... Well, and I think, uh, having had a week to think about the episode, I see what the show is going for in that Will needs to feel like he can go on a scuba trip, or in this case, go to Paris, you know, Paris with, with a random boyfriend. imaginary boyfriend. And Grace needs to feel like she can embrace a relationship. Yeah. I don't think that... That's the trip Will should be taking. No. And I don't think that's the relationship Grace should be no, in. No, but I think you're totally right. Mm-hmm. They both need to be able to feel like they can do those things. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we haven't really had. I don't want to say overall in the show because we definitely have had sequences where they, they have felt like they can do that. But in a finale situation where like Will and Grace get reduced to their most codependent, we've never really had that. Yeah. We've had... We've had them freaking out and trying to, like, completely split apart from each other. Mm-hmm. But we've never had them agree to do something independent and come back together. Right, yeah. I mean, like, the closest we've gotten to that is after them, like, post-freak out, mm-hmm. deciding to move back in together but not being, like, 100% sure on it. Yes. Which we did see at the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we don't ever really see them, like, make a chill, logical adult decision about that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, I don't know. It's just... I guess the finale is as close to a chill, logical decision you're going to get. I mean... With that setup. With Will Woody Harrelson. Ugh. I'm just... I'm not happy about it, and I'm not sorry. Um, one thing that I did think was interesting about this season is that I think there's really few episodes where I thought, oh, this is one of my favorite Will and Grace episodes. Really? I think... I think there were a lot of episodes that I really, really liked, but, like, the flashback episode is probably, like, one of my favorite Will and Grace episodes of all time, and nothing else is really jumping out. Um, I mean... Maybe, maybe you feel differently. I mean, 
I, definitely the flashback episode for me. Um, I also really enjoyed Crazy in Love, which is the one where Will pretends to be Sporty Spice. Yeah. That's one of my faves. Yeah, I think I like the Banana Republic one better. The Banana Republic one's also very good. That one was pretty funny. Um, Mad Dogs and Average Men, because I do love puppies. You love puppies. The share episode was just fine. The share episode, like, I don't want to hate on the share episode, but I feel like a lot of the plots were tenuous at best. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, I guess, kind of enjoy the psychic plot, but that really could have gone in any episode. Like, it did not have to be connected to share. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I just... It's not that I didn't like episodes this season. I just, especially because there was that weird middle stretch that we went through where there were so many bad episodes there, in a row. There were quite there were quite a few duds in the middle yeah. of this season. I think this was uh, a very satisfactory season, mm-hmm. but it had a fair amount of lows and not as many highs to make up for it. Yeah. Season two, I think, is the opposite, where it had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah, season two was a lot more, like... Or in season one, even more than that. Right, like, they, it was really consistent in that it was either really good or really terrible. Mm-hmm. Really good or really terrible. Whereas this one had just, like, a lot of in-the-middle yeah. episodes. Which, like, isn't necessarily bad, but, like, when you're watching this week by week the way we are, mm-hmm. it kind of makes it a little bit harder to enjoy when you're like, oh, I know I have to talk about this for half an hour and I have <laughs> nothing to say. I'm like, uh, hmm, Cher was there. Oh, Cher. Oh, oh honey. Oh. <laughs> well, I think... As we kind of veer a little bit closer to ending our conversation about season three, maybe it's worth talking about how we viewed this season because we're viewing it in the future as usual. Yes. Not using our time machine, you know, for purposes of the podcast. I know. I'm in the future also. <laughs> um, but I think this season in particular, we really were in Will and Grace the entire time the revival was really coming to fruition. Yeah. Because um, we would have started this in... Let's see. We started season three in... I'm actually going to look. I'm going to say it was... May... I can tell you what it is. You just wait. Okay. We started season three in April of this year. Okay. Um, and I don't think they had announced their other yet at that point. I'd have to I'd have to really think back. Yeah, I don't remember exactly the date that they announced the revival, but pretty much for the majority of the season, we knew that it was definitively mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, it might have been a little bit beforehand. I think we might have mentioned it for the first time in like a season two episode. Mm-hmm. Um... But like we've been embracing Will and Grace and submerged in it and talking about episodes, and so has the culture around us. Yeah, there's been a lot more like chatter about Will and Grace just kind of like coming up in media. There's been there was a really great New York Times article this week about mm-hmm. um, like is Will and Grace gonna hold up in 2017? Mm-hmm. Let's I, discuss. From a very selfish standpoint, it's very validating that yes. you know everyone in the world agrees with us. Yes. But on the other hand, it's it is really nice to see this opinion that just you and I are talking about on our little podcast right. reflected in the greater cultural conversation. Yeah, it's been really fun to kind of be able to watch as like the articles and think pieces come out. And mm-hmm. I'm sure once the actual season premieres, there's gonna be a lot more of that. Yeah. Because right now it's like that like um exciting like pre relationship situation where yes. you're, we're all excited and you're blushing and you're like, texting oh, back and forth oh my god and Ben Platt's gonna be there and <laughs> oh my god Andrew Reynolds is gonna be there like, so you're saying that we're in like the stage of an okay keep a dating relationship yeah, where, like, where you we're, haven't met yet you haven't met yet and they have really cute profile pictures uh-huh. but we don't really know what it's gonna be like yet <laughs> and like that's the thing is like all the promos are solid all the clips mm-hmm. they've seen are great all the guest stars they're announcing sound amazing yeah if nothing else their marketing team deserves an Emmy right but because like every time I see Will and Grace trailer like They've got, like, the best, like, the most meta quotes, the funniest quotes, like, mm-hmm. little bits of slapstick, like, 
Yeah. Hopefully, it's not like a movie trailer where you're like, oh, all the good parts are in this trailer. Right. But, like, every time I see a promo, I'm getting excited. I'm mm-hmm. getting really pumped. Like, I think I saw one for the first time yesterday that featured, like, uh, Jack in, like, full body spanks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, can't sit down. Yes, yes. And so I really enjoyed that. But, like, yeah, I... It is a little bit that OkCupid okay stage where mm-hmm. you haven't seen them in person and they haven't showed up to your first date being very sweaty and unattractive. Right. So you don't know. Right, exactly. And, right, and from my perspective, like, I I can't really consider myself a Will and Grace newbie anymore after mm-hmm. having seen three seasons and, yeah. like, now you're being in immersed in it. Now I'm in it. But I still think, taking as critical and objective a view as I can, like, I think these promos are so solid. Like, I'd want to watch this show. Like, if I was just myself, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever. Yourself without me. (laughs) Me without you. What is that? That's something else. That's that book where it's about, like, assisted suicide or whatever. That's right. That's right. Well, that is basically our our life story in the future. I'm just kidding! You're the one getting assisted suicide. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would never assist you killing yourself. Thank you. Yeah. You could help me kill myself. I wouldn't fucking do that. I'd just make you suffer. That does sound like you. I'd be like, ugh, no. Life is a precious gift, Matthew. Life (laughs) is a precious gift. Then you'd have like a bowl of soup and you'd have a spoon and you'd be like having it like an inch away from my face and be like, why don't you grab it? Why don't you grab it, you quadriplege? (laughs) Oh, oh, I don't know if quadriplege is an appropriate thing that you should say ever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with that is not cool. (laughs) It didn't really sound great. It wasn't good. No. (laughs) I only support violence against me as a disabled person. Yeah, it's not against actual disabled people. Actual disabled people should be treated with dignity and respect. Clearly, I should not. Matthew, however, as a fictional disabled person, is a cartoon disaster, much like he Mm -hmm. is in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm also completely wrapped in bandages like a mummy. Oh. Yeah. For no reason. I'm going to just pour the soup on you in this yeah, situation. Yeah, that's, that's part of it, yeah. Just like, it'll be like lukewarm soup. But it's I'll just actually like, protection I'll just like from the soup. drip it on <laughs> just until you slowly lose your mind. The, the point that I was attempting to make <laughs> before we started talking about Jojo Myers <laughs> is that I, I just really think the show is selling itself as a show that is going to be one of the top shows of the season. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this is kind of like the feeling I got watching trailers for This Is Us. Right. You know, like, you just again, kind of... NBC's marketing department, like, really hitting it on all really, cylinders. They're doing it. Yeah. And it's like, This Is Us isn't, like... I don't want to say it's not a good show, but it's it's an engaging show. Uh-huh. Like, you want to watch it. Even if you want to watch it because you're like, last week was so fucking bad, I mm-hmm. need to see what they do next. Yeah. And the energy of this revival is so similar. Right. Aside from all of the, like, stuff that we care about because we were watching and Grace, like, we want to see these characters again, like, there's a energy to the way NBC has started marketing this mm-hmm. show that feels, I mean, it feels extremely unstoppable. I mean, they've yes. already greenlit it for another season. Right. Like, it seems like this is going to be, like, the rock that gets it going. Like, mm-hmm. that it just, it's going to snowball and it's going to be great and mm-hmm. we're going to have, like, ten more seasons of Will and Grace. And Matthew and I are going to be panting at the top of a hill in our 30s being like, we thought they were only <laughs> eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. So as all of you know, this is coming out next week, which is crazy to us. That Will and Grace is going to be new next week. I know. It's insane. It's like, insane. Like, I feel like I'm a child again. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's exciting for me, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. exciting for me to watch a Will and Grace episode that no one has ever seen. Except, yes. like, you know, people involved, whatever. Right, but, like, like it's not one that, like, people have gifted and captioned and analyzed. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all going to be experiencing this for the first time together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It's really crazy. I'm excited. 
and scared and excited. And we want to share the excitement with you. Yes. Uh, so we are probably week to week going to have slightly differing levels of involvement. Mm-hmm. But I know for this coming week, we're going to be live tweeting the episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to be at a party, so we're going to do our best. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have to uh, take a selfie or something before the episode. Oh, yeah, we should take a selfie before the episode with our excited faces. Um, and we'll probably do a little bit of uh, internet refreshing over the next couple of weeks as the revival kicks off. Yep. Um, as we stated in the past, we're not going to launch season four right away after we get done with this yeah, episode. We're going to give ourselves a couple weeks just because mm-hmm. we're, Matthew's busy at work, I'm busy in school, mm-hmm. and we kind of need like that little breather yeah. to like it really enjoy the revival for a couple of weeks without exactly. putting ourselves through the ringer. And I think since we are still going to be producing content during the revival in the form of, you know, at the very least live tweeting, right. we'll posting prob- stuff. We'll probably, take a Tumblr, long, right. like, we'll probably take a slightly longer break between episodes here. Yeah. So we can, you know, get our ducks in a row, mm-hmm. give ourselves some time to really enjoy the first couple episodes of Will and Grace, uh, season 2.0. Yes. Uh, and then we'll come back with season 4. Yeah. So it's it's not that we're abandoning you to only talk about season 3 and not even record it. Right. Like, no, um, we're, we're, we'll be here. Yeah. So hopefully that's okay. If not, too bad, because we're not changing our mind. Um, as a reminder for folks who maybe don't religiously listen to this podcast but stumbled across this episode, um, our Tumblr and Twitter will no longer be spoiler-free free mm. once once the revival drops. Like, right. sorry, guys. <laughs> there's, just, there's no way we could keep those things separate. It's all going to get jumbled and mishmashed. Mm-hmm. So... Sorry, social media will not be spoiler-free. The podcast will do our best. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... I think it's going to be inevitable that, you know, we, we have talked so much about the revival just talking about this season. I think it's really inevitable that we're going to talk about season nine as we watch season four and future seasons. Right, yeah. At the very least, there will probably be some small comparisons. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not going to be as many episodes of season nine, but they're going to be spread out differently than we're watching. Right. So I imagine that watching season four will probably take close to the entirety of season nine. So that'll be Mm kind of nice too. Yeah. Because that will have them overlapping a little bit. Yeah. So. But, yeah. We're excited. We're excited. We hope you're excited too. (laughs) Um, That's all we have for this week. But if you want to tell us how excited you are about Will and Grace or give us suggestions for what you want from us to talk about season nine, you can find us online everywhere. Everywhere. Um, We'll be doing a lot of our live tweeting and episode discussion on Twitter at not a couple show. You can also send us an email at not a couple podcast at gmail.com. Uh, look on Facebook, Tumblr, Medium for any commentary we have. If we post any longer pieces about season nine, that's probably where they'll be on Facebook and Medium mm-hmm. and Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, and you can listen to this podcast and catch up and binge on iTunes and on Podbean. Yep. But yeah, thank you so much, you guys, for sticking with us for three whole seasons. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Well, let's see. Uh, you'll hear you'll us. hear us in a couple of weeks again uh, for season four. Yeah, and we'll keep updating you as once we know what our premiere date is going to be for that mm-hmm. season. Yep. All right. Well, thank you again so much for sticking with us. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been not a couple. Bye bye. Bye bye.